podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and this afternoon I'm joined by Peter McGacky. It's half time, St Mirren are beating us 2-1 and we're going to talk about it Peter. Uh, plenty to discuss, how slack are we at the back? Carter Vickers is a rock but you take him out and we look completely vulnerable at the back. I think I think it's the whole team. I don't think you can just blame the back line but um, I, I can't really put too much on a water because he's just, get, he's just been put in there and... Um, uh, he's, he's not really played there before and he's against some like physical uh, physical players so um, I uh, the whole team just looks pretty disjointed the uh, the passing isn't there the movement isn't there the sort of relationships that we've built up I think it's, it's this sort of weird end of the season game sort of feel do you know what I mean like, um, but it is uh, something that you don't want to you don't want it to happen. When you still get games to play and, and performances to put in, you, you don't want to be seeing performances like this. But it's exactly the way I thought this type of game was going to go. I sort of, in my head, I was thinking 4-2 to Celtic. I definitely expected them to score maybe one or two goals, and it's it's proved. So, I don't know. Maybe we need to have some um, substitutes uh, on in the second half. Maybe... Um, Switch some people in positions. Uh, I I think um, Ralston at the for the first goal wasn't he, wasn't he particularly good. I thought no. Um, the communication was bad, and then and then he sort of dived in to the tackle, and Kurt, I think it was Curtis Main. He's he's too the angle is too hard for him to shoot on his left foot, so he's always going to chop back. Mm-hmm. And I think Ralston just runs in and sells his cell. And I'm thinking. Is Johnston at right back? Does he sell himself like that? Does he get turned back inside? And I just don't think he does. So that's a wee bit of concern. Um, and uh, I, like I said, Awata's just um, just sort of been thrown in there. So I mean, it looks all right on the ball, but again, um, when you've got St Mirren sort of throwing, uh, just punting the ball at you all day and uh, and and throwing the the centre forwards up, then it's going to be. It's going to prove difficult, and and I thought it was going to be like this type of game, um, yeah. but I think going forward we've been pretty poor as well, pretty disjointed. We have been. I mean, there's quite a few points I want to discuss. I'm going to start off with Joe Hart, and I know that uh, Daniel F, who comes in on a regular basis on the comments, um, has mentioned Joe a few times this season, and you know I don't particularly disagree with this because I feel that. In that first half, what I'm wanting from Joe Hart is I want a commanding performance. He's playing behind a defence we've never played together. And it was the same at Ibrox last week. And what I'm seeing, Peter, is I'm seeing him coming out where he should be commanding his area and catching crosses and corners. And he's punching and he's parrying. And in actual fact, the very fact that he parried um, and he did it against uh, Rangers last week, is what keeps the attack alive for St Mirren for the second goal. And and he needs to be far far stronger than that. He's got to be braver, and he's got to give his back lane a wee bit of confidence, because as I said, they've not played together. 
um, until today. Daniel comes in, one good game for us this season. He's, you're talking about Joe Hart. Um, and I think that, you know, that there breeds a bit of vulnerability and the confidence in, in the back four. What you want is you want somebody to be commanding. You want them to lead from the back. And I've not seen it from Joe Hart. And he's a guy that, you know, every time he's um, spoken about or criticised on, on Axom, you you suffer the wrath of a lot of comments coming in saying, how dare you say we can get an upgrade on Joe Hart? I think we're seeing it today. I think we're seeing it last week. He isn't. Um, the you know infallible force that some people think that he is. He needs to be stronger. He definitely think, needs to be stronger. I mean, and we've seen him playing games against like Rangers in the semi-final and stuff when balls have come in the box and he's he has come out and collected and took the pressure off the defence. So it's not as if he can't do it. And you wonder why week to week some of these keepers that you see like they decide to start parrying things and punching things instead of just collecting them. Yeah. Um, but I think, and also I think distribution-wise, and this is probably throughout the whole team, I think there's been a lot of times he's got the ball and he's looking to give the ball out and there's just nothing happening. And it's taking, it never takes us that long to release the ball or mm-hmm. get it out for by kicks. Or when he collects the ball, he's immediately thrown out to maybe the right or left back or into um, O'Reilly or uh, Awata, Hitati, sorry. Um, so I feel as if there's not a lot of options. Uh, I, the team just doesn't seem to be... Um, Sort of motor in the way it, way it usually is, and way, the way we're used to seeing it, and it's quite frustrating to watch. Um, to be honest, it is. Now I get that it's an end of season game, absolutely. Yeah. But my concern with that is, um, it's an end of season game that is leading into a Scottish Cup final. Yeah. Um, if we go back, I've seen yesterday was the anniversary of the 1989 Scottish Cup final where we beat Rangers 1-0. Uh, they were going for the treble as it happens and Joe Miller scored the goal and I always enjoy watching that back and I watched it back last night on the various Twitter channels. Um, but on that particular occasion, I remember the, the games leading into it, Peter, there was a sense of confidence because we were winning games, albeit 1-0 and Joe Miller was scoring the single goal. I remember being at Love Street and he scored the goal we won the game. We played Hibs. He scores. It's one 0 We go into the Rangers game, and it's one 0 It's about breeding confidence and ensuring that there really isn't anybody in that dressing room uh, at Hamden and before that Scottish Cup final, looking at the player to their left or the right and thinking, "I didn't really fancy you, mate." You know. Now, one thing I would say about Joe Hart, I'm not going to go uh, studs up on him here, right? I know what he's brought to the team. I've been a, a massive fan and champion of Joe Hart, but we had a, as I said earlier, uh, before the the game. We had a show during the week there where we were talking about what we're going to do in terms of that area of the park, the goalkeepers. And and you and I spoke about it. We've got six at the moment. Hazard will be away because he's out of contract. Bain is staying. We know that Hart's going to be here. I think if we do go into the the transfer market to to buy a goalkeeper, I'm not wanting to buy a backup. I want to buy somebody who is an upgrade. And then him and Joe Hart can fight for the jersey. It's the only way you're going to improve. And I think we've seen this week and last week some of the things people are going to say to me, well, you know, we've got the best defensive record in the league. Yeah, I know. And I know also that we win the games when it matters, Peter. But I just think in the last couple of weeks, we've seen some deficiencies and it's easy to to pinpoint them and say, listen, maybe that is something that we need to improve on. You mentioned also the disjointed nature. How often have you seen two weeks in a row, two of our players coming together like that? Last week, it was Starfield McGregor. This time round, it was Awata and Ralston. And, and that, mm. for me, when you see that, um, it, it breeds confidence in the St Mirren team to think, oh, by the way, they're they're all at sea without Carter Vickers. Let's hit them again. Let's hit them again. And I think that's what we've seen. Over the years, you, 
Celtic seem to have this sort of way about them and just giving cheap goals, uh, you know, when we've been uh, pouring in seasons gone by. Obviously, when we're at a peak, we, we we look really strong and we don't look as if we're going to concede. But just giving a wee drop-off, giving a couple of substitutions, we look back to the that type of Celtic, you know, like in Europe, you would just just get silly goals away. It's totally mm-hmm. avoidable goals. And I look at the two goals um, today and I just go... So avoidable, our own mistakes. I mean, the second goal, just a wee looped header back in and everybody's static. And then just uh, Joe Hart stuck to his line. I'm like, that's just so avoidable, that goal. Um, so it's, it's a hard one because like, if, if the league wasn't won and we're playing like this, do you know what I mean? There's big concerns. Uh, That's why we're discussing it, Peter, because people uh, like to think, you know, ah, but we're winning the treble, we're two in a row. That's fair enough. But we can only comment on what we're seeing. And that yep. first half today and that game last week uh, yep. has been extremely poor. Exactly. And I, regardless if you've won the league or not, you still have to put performances. And I'm sure Ange will only be happy with what he's seen. Uh, he, he's got standards that he wants to maintain. And everybody's got a chance and everybody's got an opportunity to come in and, and play a game I get in front of Celtic fans at home. And you want to go and win games. So there's no excuse for like, these sort of... like. Um, Lower, lowering uh, standards or anything like that and that's what we've seen um, we know St Mirren play like this I've seen seen it over the years plenty of times these type of games but um, I would do, uh, we just how, how we overcome that is um, just uh, getting a passing better a bit better movement working for each other but it just looks as if everybody's sort of just um, looking at each other to doing things and, mm-hmm. and and it's like people are making runs and it's that the pass isn't coming at the right time, it's maybe been over hit, under hit, things like that. It's like when you start seeing that in the first half, you go, Oh, is it is it one of the days? And again, like we're not going to crack up because um because the league is one, it's a hard one to, to say, but it's it's uh, adding on to the, the performance maybe against Hearts, the performance against Rangers and the performance today. And you get two more games to go before a cup final and you really want momentum you want mm-hmm. people to play with confidence you don't want any question marks and at the minute there is a few question marks over some players yeah you mentioned when I when I went right in there with the defence you did mention that it's not just the defence and I agree with that the passing in the midfield has been horrific and that, that really is unusual there was three in about the space of five minutes from Callum McGregor alone yeah. just slack passing passing into no man's land Peter and that's very uncharacteristic of Angie's team Aye, aye. Um, I said that it was the first 10 minutes, I think, and then uh, McGregor put it out, out to the right-hand side and put it at the park like three times or behind Ralston or behind Jota. And you're like, um, aye, it's, it's very unusual because, um, and unfortunately, like when we start like that, you think, are we going to pick it up? Are we going to get into a rhythm? But it seems like when we start a wee bit slack, we don't seem to pick it up. And then the crowd start getting on you. Yeah. And uh and it's difficult. And then I think you start forcing things. You start um, playing passes when you shouldn't be, shouldn't be playing them and stuff. Um, I think uh, just try to think what you would need in that second half. I, I think I think it's worth even if you're going to lose the game. Um, if if it risks losing the game, I would I would I would make some changes. Maybe stick on. Um, maybe move Jot at the left. I don't think Maeda Maeda has been great. He's He's having one of the performances where it's just like he's sort of he's sort of running down blind alleys sometimes, and the the, the delivery's not coming in. And I think Jota looks a bit more lively, so I'm just thinking get more people 
maybe flood the midfield a bit more, get more um, control in there and start playing uh, wee passes, maybe one-twos outside the box. Because I think maybe we've got a chance to, like O'Reilly, Hitati shooting through outside the box. We'll probably get a, a way back in there. I thought when Kyogo scored one each, I thought, right, well, that's us going to start playing. But it's just no, it's just no happened. Um, I and it's uh, again. I think I think Awat has been fine. I, I know some people don't think he's been uh, great. I think he's been fine on the ball. Um, but again, you kind of put too much um, pressure on him because he's a, he's a by all respects, he's a, he's a midfielder that's getting mm-hmm. thrown in in there. And you can tell, you can really, really tell the drop off when Carter Vickers isn't there. It's okay. night and day, night okay. and day. And, and again, as a opposition manager, you're going to be looking at that and saying, you know, he's playing out of position, let's target him. And that's exactly what's happened. Curtis Main, very physical play. We know what he does. And he's got the two goals today. You and Boy Martin, two terrible goals. Absolutely, mate. Uh, missing Carter Vickers big time. We certainly are. Uh, and John Sweeney uh, is saying without Carter Vickers and Johnson, that defence is woeful. An investment needed pronto. Yeah, we're, we're going to enjoy the treble if and when it comes. We're going to enjoy the fact that we've won back-to-back leagues. But I agree with you. I think there is investment needed in the summer. And uh, not just based on today's game, by the way. It's not a knee-jerk reaction. I think the left-hand side has looked a lot stronger um, as it happens when Burnaby's out and, and Taylor's in. But there's one thing I'm going to say, Peter. I, I want to know your thoughts on this, right? So you, you hear about players coming back from an injury, for example, uh, and then got to get back to match fitness. I think there's another level, which is Ange fitness. And I think what I mean by that is, like, uh, Moy was at a point where he was almost undroppable in the Celtic side not that long ago. He goes out the team and it takes him a while. In fact, he's never got back up to that standard. Hatati was out the team. It's taken him a while to get back up to his mm-hmm. level. Abada, you know, we've seen it last week. And I think that there's a there's a bit of a trend there where if you come back, Maeda probably today, if you're out that side for a while, it takes you games to get right back, not just to match fitness, but back up to that tempo. I think we're seeing it just now. I think we're seeing it with Ralston. I don't think he's mm. there. You know, when Ralston was flying, and it uh, before Johnson came to the club, I think Ralston was our best right back. He was he was outperforming Juranovic. Um, but then he didn't have games for a long period of time. I mean, the Rangers game was just his 13th appearance, Peter. So I think when you put a player into this Ange team, it really is taking a while for them to acclimatise to that tempo. And I think there's too many of them off it at the moment. Uh, it just seems to be one of the ones where a lot of people have been out at the same time or maybe missed a lot of games and he's thrown them back in at the same time and it's uh, it's just no clicking. Um, when you talk about Ralston, that was one of his sort of detractors. I thought um, we could have done a lot better than him, but to be fair, he, he, he turned it around and for a good few months he had, he had a really rich vein of form and I thought, right, well, I'm happy to stick with you if you're going to keep this up. So I'm just hoping that... Um, we're not seeing him revert back to a level, and hopefully it's just a you know like a fit, no a fitness issue, but just getting back back up to um, back up to speed because I feel that um, he's been pretty slack. Uh, a few passes um, doesn't look it, it offers you something going forward, but again the quality maybe crosses into the box on the grey, and um, his defending's been a wee bit. Uh, Lacks a days ago at times, so again that you, you could be right. It could be just a, a matter of uh, a fitness sort of issue and getting back up to speed. Because I, you look at um, the other side when uh, Taylor's come back and he's the other side's been a lot a lot better. But I mm-hmm. think um, and I think I think Taylor's 
been getting more involved in the play. He's been coming inverted a lot more. And I really like it when when Taylor's in there. And I really like uh, maybe towards the set, end of the second half, Ralston was starting to come in because I think we really need to start flooding that midfield a wee bit more uh, to pressure pressure them, hem them in, and uh, start getting chances like that. Because I think we're just sort of maybe going back to front and too quickly, and it's just sort of breaking down. And yeah. uh, so I think we need to get more control of the game because yeah. against St Mirren, the copy and paste the day every game, and they look. And it seems to work against Celtic, but this is what I expected. But do you know what? Um, if we're going to uh, if we're going to if we're going to lose these games or have bad performances, I'd rather we just use them to get the to see some other players. Then why not throw? Um, it, I know we're going to risk possibly losing the game, but why not throw Bernabe on? Why not throw um, O on? I want to see what they can do. I want to see if they can make a difference. Do you know what I mean? Because it's coming towards the end of the season, and I don't want to go into the next season not knowing what these players can do. So that's what I want to say. No, you're right. Three or four players, if we if we discover um, when we're quite deep into next season that they're not what we need, then obviously we're in trouble then. And I absolutely get that that thinking. Second half's about to kick off. You've predicted 4-2. I'm going to stick with that myself and hopefully we do see a better second half for Celtic. Thank you, the 800 plus who uh, were joining us and commenting on the YouTube channel. Thank you all for getting involved. Uh, let's join the second half. Thank you to Peter McGacky for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Network.